to the Bailiwick Express podcast, my name is Megan Davis. Martin Shirley has served as the Lieutenant Governor's chauffeur for nine and a half years, driving the Governor, his family and royal guests around the island. Martin retired this week. He tells me about what it's like to drive the limousine, how he feels about having sold the J4 number plate and the one time he arrived late to a function. Thank you very much for coming in, Martin. Oh, you're welcome. First of all, congratulations on your retirement. Oh, thanks very much. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I, when did when was it, when did you actually retire? Was that this week? Um, yeah, actually retired uh, yesterday. Uh, was the uh, they had a sort of reception for me uh, in in government house in the drawing room, um, and I got presented with a, um, a stunning, beautiful um, sort of solid silver box which was in uh, engraved which was um um i think you know all the staff sort of chipped in for it but there was um you know the the, the lieutenant governor and uh, his wife dr kidd were there and uh, all the staff and um uh the presentation was made and um you know i i sort of i i delivered a speech myself but it was sort of um it was quite an emotional time actually you know but um yeah, having sort of been up there nine years, um, it's you get sort of it's that part of the family, really, you know. And uh, it's sometimes a bit of a, a wrench to leave. I think if you've got a job that um, you're probably not too interested in, it's probably quite easy to leave, you know. But uh, it's a job that um, you know I've thoroughly enjoyed, and it's um, quite an honour and a privilege to be the lieutenant governor chauffeur. So. Yeah, did you say you've been there for nine years? Nine and a half years, yes. Yeah, started in two th- March 2014. How many uh, lieutenant governors does that? Yeah, that's... Um, well, e- each governor does a term of um, five years, and um, uh, this this was my third lieutenant governor. First one was Sir John, Mac- Sir John and Lady McCall. Um, second one, Sir Stephen and Lady Dalton, and um, this one... Uh, Lieutenant Governor Jerry Kidd and his wife. Yeah. Could you sort of talk about your background? What did you do do before this job? Um, what initially from when I was fifteen, or just before this job, really? Just before this. Sort of yeah. What, what um, kind of background you came from? I yeah. Um, yeah. I really um, uh, the job I done before this, I'd done uh, done about four years taxi driving, so. Um, you know, had that, that, that sort of enable, enabled me to have sort of quite an extensive uh, knowledge of the island, which is obviously extremely important. Um, and I always remember um, I was just sat outside a pub waiting for a fare. Um, and of course, better part of 10 years ago, the, um, the Evening Post on a Thursday was like where they had all the jobs in, and I just saw this. Job, job advertised for a lieutenant governor chauffeur and because you immediately think oh my god that would be a, a fantastic job you know but then sort of in the next breath I sort of thought oh well that will probably go to some retiring police officer or police sergeant something like that so I didn't initially um, bother applying um, but having had fairly extensive um, chauffeuring sort of qualifications I used to sort of do a bit part-time for Kerwoods, Mayards, um, weddings and funerals. So obviously I was used to sort of driving the um, the Daimler limousine um, at Kerwoods, etc. So it was only after a little bit of consideration that you could ring up 
um, government house and speak to uh, the lady who ended up at the time, uh, ended up being my um, line manageress. Um, and she sort of asked me if I had an experience and I said, well, I'd you know, driven for Kerwoods, Mayards and private chauffeuring at Signature, etc. So she said, oh, well, you know, you sound like a good candidate, apply, you know. So, um, so um, yes, uh, uh, I applied and um, there was actually, I found out later on, that there was uh, 82 applicants. So um, I got down to the, I got shortlisted down to, had um, two interviews, um, one with the uh, the chief of staff, which was uh, Charles Woodrow, and um, a couple of uh, and the lady uh, Marion Hibbard, who ended up, ended up my line manageress, um, and just a, a formal interview to start with, and then um, the next interview, um, Sir John McCall, Lady McCall, um, because I, I don't think they wanted sort of some youngster in there because they were quite private and they they had children and um, you know obviously. That's what they've got to look for. So possibly somebody a bit more mature. So probably suited me. Um, yeah. So um, it got down to the last three. It got down to the last three, and um, then I they said they'd let me know, and I got a call the next day saying that they'd like to offer me the job. Is it right that you were the first person to uh, not be ex-military? Yes, yeah. The other previous chauffeurs did have some um, military experience, especially the last one, um, Ken, Kenneth, Ken Aldred. He was, um, he was military. Um, it, it did say possibly uh, would possibly be an advantage if there, did, you had it on the application for military service, but not essential. Um, and I hadn't had any military service, but I think, you know, obviously having, you know, island, extensive island knowledge and uh, the fact that, you know, I'd been a chauffeur sort of before probably held me in good stead, really, you know. And what does your day-to-day -day, um, look like? What kind of duties? Well, the day-to-day -to -day duties is, um, you know, a lot of people really probably are not too knowledgeable of what the uh, Lieutenant Governor and uh, his wife actually do, but they do attend, um, <clears throat> you know, quite an extensive um, amount of uh, um, jobs that they go on, you know, whether it be, uh, you know, um, uh, presenting the card from the King to for a 100th birthday, we do quite a number of them, to various other duties. So you, you actually we go into a planning meeting um, every Thursday morning and we discuss the week ahead um, and then um, um, the events manager up there she sort of does a weekly program so you know exactly sort of what's gonna happen and and various duties like you know you could um, you could be taking the governor up he, he they do travel quite extensively they've got um, four four boys as well who again quite travel quite extensively so you do you do quite a lot of um, uh, airport runs and uh, just just various events that they attend to, whether they're going to a charity event or um, up the showground, or there could be a fair on up there, etc. So, uh, so that that's sort of more or less your day to day duties, you know. Um, I think people might also be interested in hearing about what cars you drive. Yes, well, we um, we did uh, the the vehicles that were up there when I arrived. Obviously, there is the um, the Daimler Limousine, the, the Daimler 420, and um, 
Um, there was, when I first started, there was, um, it, it was called J4 because the registration was J4 on it, but it was actually um, <clears throat> a black uh, Chrysler Voyager um, sort of people carrier, which was, um, it was perfect, sort of electric doors. So it was perfect for the type of job that we, we, um, we do up there. And, um, and obviously those, those two particular cars, we've since, um, we've still got the, uh, Chrysler Voyager up there now, but um, um, I'm quite sure people will know uh, or remember a year or two ago we sold the number plate, um, which sort of went for a king's ransom. Um, Is that a bit sad? No, I don't. Well, it, it yeah, I, I found it quite sad actually. I thought it would have been nice to keep it, and it did cause a little bit of a stir, but. Um, with with a, a part of the proceeds of the sale of it at auction, we um, we then uh, the last lieutenant governor, Sir Stephen Dalton, thought it would be a sort of a good idea to sort of go electric, and um, we've now got um, a London electric. Well, it's actually a shuttle we call it, but it's actually um, a London electric taxi, uh, sort of um, a nice royal blue, and uh, it's got the flag on the front. And, um, yeah, we've, we've quite taken to it, actually, you know. It sounds like it was worthwhile. Yes, it was worthwhile. And, um, yeah, you, you've, sometimes you've just got to move on, you know. Um, and, and, and obviously some of the other day-to-day -day duties up there, you know, you've got to keep the car sort of immaculately clean. Um, and you've also um, got a, we've got a works van up there that we run around in, so that's all got to be kept clean. And um, the governor and his wife, their personal cars, you've got to keep them clean. So there's, um, there, you know, and I, I was fortunate to be able to do a bit of DIY and um, some other sort of jobs up there. And um, so one, one sort of had enough to keep sort of busy, really, you know. Yeah, and you've obviously been to lots of events and sort of interesting uh, locations. Any standouts? Um, well, it, it's it's always um, I think it's always nice sort of going to. Um, we've been to obviously Gory Castles, uh, quite a quite a nice one to go to, and obviously been out to Elizabeth Castle and. Um, but yeah, you you do realise sort of some of the events that the governor goes to. What a beautiful sort of island that we do live in, um, and you know, especially on a a lovely day, there's probably not a not a better place really, you know. Yeah, Elizabeth Castle. Do they let you drive all the way up? Or do you no, we up? had to. Um, we we just uh, take the driver to the slip, and they get the uh, they get the ferry across, sort of thing. So yeah. And do you also meet lots of interesting characters? Is there anyone who surprised you? Um, no, not really. Um, as I say, uh, as I mentioned, we 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 you know we've obviously got to drive royalty when they come over. Uh, I've driven sort of Princess Royal um, four or five occasions, and um, the the Duke and Duchess of um, Edinburgh um, driven them on a very ver various occasions, and um, currently uh, on the um, last Thursday, Friday, and Saturday we had the. Uh, um, James Cleverly and his wife, the Foreign Secretary, over. So um, I'd sort of give them a few island tours and, um, and they had a good look round Gory Castle, which they thoroughly enjoyed. Um, so it, it does vary and, and obviously um, we do sort of tarmac arrivals um, for um, any sort of other dignitaries coming over. We do a lot of um, 
different uh, ambassadors, um, quite a, va- a variety of ambassadors. Um, so that's sort of quite interesting as well, yeah. Mm. When you've got people like um, royalty or ambassadors, is there a lot of protocol and a lot of um, rules you have to follow? Does it sort of make life really complicated? <coughs> well, um, you don't. Uh, you don't really have a lot to do with them. Uh, you're basically the driver, and mm. they're generally in there uh, in the rear rear of the vehicle with the uh, the governor and uh, who who whatever dignitary is over. So you don't, um, you know, obviously once you get up government house, you 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 know you get out the car and they you know they formally thank you sort of thing. But you don't necessarily you don't really have a lot to do with them. Uh, even royalty. I mean, normally once somebody like princess anne she, she's departing they normally up the airport on the runway they line some of the police officers up with the chief of police um etc and she formally comes around and may just shake your hand and say thank you for sort of driving us and um yeah it's 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 all good you know did you have um sort of a last ride anything special uh, that you did um, no, actually, well, I've, um, uh, they, they, they are going to, they're, they're very pleased to sort of um, have me to carry on um, in a relief um, capacity uh, as a relief chauffeur. We have another relief up there, um, a guy who was a, a Ian uh, Hornby, which uh, he was a year above me at school and he actually was in the bottom three of the job I applied for because he applied for it. Um, so yeah, he's um, he's been a relief more or less for the whole time I've been there, and you know, uh, again, very reliable chap, you know. So um, so I sort of uh, finished yesterday, and um, my first job at relief is tomorrow morning. <laughs> <laughs> you don't actually get a break. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Friday. Um, I've got to I've got to go and pick the lieutenant governor up um, about five thirty. He's just had a, a visit over to the UK, so. Uh, yeah, out the frying pan into the fire, so to yeah. say. <laughs> um, you mentioned a few times as well, you know the island really well, you know the roads really well. Is there anywhere you still get lost or you still need a sat-nav? Well, the <clears throat> um, no, we don't use sat-navs, <laughs> but um, we have, you know, I, I've got a small sort of pocket um, uh, sort of um, diary, um, not a diary, um, a road, a road map of the roads over here. Yeah, I mean, you can still get a little bit sort of probably lost a little bit up some in deeper some one sort of thing because it's not an area that we we use too often. But um, no, essentially, uh, you you've just you know if you've got good island knowledge, you sort of you know you you know where you're going really, you know. And uh, but again, a part of the job is you know it's um, you know you've you've got to be on time, you know. Um, you know, if the governor's attending event at sort of 11 o'clock in the morning or whatever, you've got to make sure. And, you know, especially heading out west, sometimes you've always got to take traffic, um, uh, tra- you know, traffic on board and, um, you know, put that into the mix. And um, But, you know, you, you get a brief for nearly every job you go on, so it gives a specific time that you're sort of a time allocation. But obviously with traffic, that doesn't, doesn't always work. So... What what is most important is you've got a you've got Plan A and you've also got to have Plan B and C, um, you know. And on many occasions we've had to turn the 
Daimler around in the middle of the road or whatever, because we've been stuck in traffic, uh, stuck in traffic, and obviously got to just take a different route, you know. So, um, um, but you know, the um, the new chauffeur that's taken over for me, he's um, he's a sort of ex taxi driver, and again, he done chauffeuring, so he's he'll be a good fit for the job. Yeah. So you've got a replacement. There's someone. There, yes, um, he started, um, he's been there um, uh, about a week, well, it'll be two weeks this Monday, you know, so he's, uh, I've had to sort of show him, um, show him all the ropes, but he seems, um, he seems very capable, you know, so. Uh, yeah, is there anything you're, you sort of told him is a particular challenge or? Well, yes, again, he, he uh, you know, I've obviously mentioned, um, you know, obviously traffic is, uh, you know, and, um, you know, there, there, there is all the years I've been there, there really is sort of certain roads that you do, you know, you do try and avoid. I mean, they are sort of busy roads and probably roads that people would say, oh, well, that's maybe the quickest way there. But, you know, sometimes you've just got to weigh up if there was traffic or roadworks you've got to take on board. So really just, um, just, just briefing on what roads to possibly always try and avoid, you know, so... Um, do you have any hot tips, top tips for avoiding traffic, or do you want to not give away all the secrets? <laughs> well, a, a road I, I always um, avoid, always, is up and down more melee, you know, because obviously when the schools are back, um, you, you've got all the schools and colleges up there, so it's really, you know, it's really a no-go. And, um, you know, obviously with the lights of Normans up there, you've got a lot of heavy goods vehicles, so it's um, it's not one we, uh, we tend to use. Um, I suppose something I wanted to come back to is you've had quite a meaningful role in, in sort of the centre of island life. Is that something that you're reflecting on already? Yes, it, re- it really is. It's, um, yeah, you know, and, and again, the job that we've been in, we obviously go to, you know, a huge amount of events and um, it's it's great sort of being a, a bit, uh, you know, part of a bit of the focal life of sort of Jersey over here, you know, and, you know, a lot of the events we go to, I mean, they're, they're you know, they're thrilled to see the governor or governors over the years and their wives there. And um, especially, I think, you know, um, what what's quite poignant actually is... Um, is some of the birth hundred birthday celebrations we go to. Um, you know, they're uh, you've got to consider these people have more or less been through two world wars, and um, you know, to get a card off the Queen, the late Queen, and currently obviously the King, um, which the uh, the Governor opens and he reads out to them. It really is. Um, it it can be quite choking for some of them. Really, you know, it's. Uh, but yes, being part of of that, it's, uh, it's obviously in Jersey life. We've been to schools of events, and you feel as though you are part of the sort of community, really. You know. Yeah. What happens at the hundredth um, birthday events, parties? <coughs> sort of show up with a card. Is there yeah. Well, generally, generally, what happens? Um, we um, we always check. <coughs> you must consider that probably probably 90, 95% of these people are in sort of nursing homes. Um, and up at Government House, we always check um, a day or two before, <coughs> excuse me, um, to make sure that the card has arrived from the King. Um, and only recently, a couple of, um, we went to uh, recently, the, the card hadn't arrived on time, which was, um, which was a little bit disappointing, but when it did arrive, we sort of went back there a couple of days later, and uh, um, and, and 
basically what it is. We, we um, it's my job really to go in with the governor and the chief of staff, um, and his wife, and we t- normally always take a lovely floral um, bouquet or such a um, flower arrangement in, and um, we present it to them and the governor. They um, and, and by and large, a lot of the people are sort of you know pretty um some of them are absolutely remarkable they're sharp as attack and sadly due to their age some um not quite so uh, so you know you've uh, the governor you've got to judge it accordingly really you know but um we generally get that information you know from the matron before we go in or whatever and but some of them i mean i remember there was um a chap from manchester um i think we went up there with sir stephen dalton the last governor um up jean jugan and he was for, you know, a little silver-haired chap, and he was absolutely bright. You know, if you'd have looked at him when, when you were speaking to him, you wouldn't give him no more than 75, really. And he played for many, many... He was a professional drummer in his day, um, and he did play with some notable bands in the UK. Um, and I always remember when we went to see him, uh, his daughter said to me, he was chatting and chatting and chatting away with the governor... And I was chatting with his daughter and she said, uh, the governor won't get a word in edgeways with him, you know. <laughs> and they, lo and behold, they had a drum kit there and uh, he gave the governor a rendition. But he played in a band over here um, in the Laurelzon Hotel, a jazz band, for some 40-odd years. So he was, um, he was an extremely interesting character, you know, and uh, I hope he's still alive to this day. I'm not sure, but uh, let's hope so. Oh, that's fantastic. And aspirational, you know, I want to be like Yes, it, it was. It was absolutely incredible. And uh, I always remember another uh, little Scottish sort of chap and uh, he had a reception at the, um, the Greenhill Country Hotel. And again, you know, if you looked at him, he had a... a uh, uh, he was a Scottish guy, I think, and he obviously had his um, waistcoat and kilt on. And... Uh, absolutely remarkable chap and again if you'd have looked at him in talking to him you'd have given him no more than 75 80 and uh yeah it really is it's, it's quite incredible when you see people like that you know and uh i think if you've got that sort of um health and all that i think we'd all like to live to 100 really you know? yeah. <laughs> do you have any um any plans for the future of being relief chauffeur but well, um, yeah, um, well, relief chauffeur, obviously, um, I'm, I'm due to go to uh, Australia for a couple of months in November, so um, I won't be doing any chauffeuring during those yeah. months. And um, But yes, I mean, they'll, they'll um, you know, should the chauffeur, the current one, should he be on holiday or sick or whatever, um, they'll either get in touch with myself or... Um, um, our other relief chauffeur and as uh, long as they've got cover they're not really sort of um, you know whether I get elevated to the chief relief I I'm not sure <laughs> but um, yeah so uh, yeah so you know looking forward to that but um, um, I'm going to have a, a little bit of a time out and collect my thoughts but um, I've, I've I used to do quite a bit of part-time, or well, still do, for uh, Mayards um, and Kerwoods, the chauffeur company, and uh, you know, and um, being a funeral driver or a wedding driver and uh, or bearer. So uh, I'm also uh, so another company from uh, De Grouchy's. They've got in touch with me, so they're, they're sort of looking forward for my services. So that will really just give me a little bit of pocket money. Uh, so I'm looking forward to that, really. You know. Yeah. 
Um, and obviously, over your nine and a half years, you get to know the governors quite well. Did you have a, have you had a favourite? Well, it's a good question, actually. Um, and they're they're all they're all and their wives. They really are um, fantastic people, and it's only when you see them when they're uh, sort of doing speeches or whatever you you can really you know it's quite daunting because you can really see how they got to the top of their profession um and a favorite no it's it's um i've really got on tremendously well with them all um you know obviously i suppose a bit of an affection for my first one uh, john mccall um but uh, being in the army and uh, yeah he uh, he was a fantastic they've, they've all in all honesty um i've only worked for this current one for he's only been in office for about a year but again a, a tremendously nice chap um so stephen dalton that they've both they've all been absolutely remarkable people you know and i feel quite privileged to have been in the position to work alongside them really you know yeah. and of course you know, being the chauffeur, you know, you do get quite a, an affinity with the governors because, you know, you obviously spend um, quite a lot of time with them, you know. Um, likewise, you know, the, the three people that probably spend the most time with them is, um, you know, myself, chief of staff and possibly the um, the house manager, you know. So, um, so it's, yeah, we're in a fortunate position to be in, really, you know. Yeah, do you chat a lot to the car? Yeah, um, yeah, you do, um yeah, I mean, the last one, Sir Stephen Dalton, and this current one, um, you know, they talk to you about everything and anything. I mean, you know, the last... Well, uh, the last two governors, they've been sort of um, um, car freaks, really. You know, they like talking quite a bit about cars and, uh, you know, so... Um, yeah, but they're... they're um, John McCall, so John McCall, he was... Um, he was a little bit more sort of formal, I suppose, if you're driving him up the airport. It was, he'd sort of say, oh, morning, Martin, how are you doing? And then he wouldn't have too much conversation. Whereas Stephen Dalton and um, Jeremy Kidd, they're, uh, yeah, good old chatterboxes. <laughs> <laughs> um, anything else you wanted to mention that stands out to you or maybe that you want people to know? Um, no, I don't, I don't think so. There was... Uh, it was, you know, there was one occasion where, uh, um, you know, I, I was always sort of a yard's feet and inches and a pound shillings and pence. So when you start a government house, everything's hundred hours, hundreds hours, like 1900, 2000. And I, I do remember on one occasion, um, I'd, I'd only been up there a number of weeks actually. And um, I had to take Sir John and Lady McCall to a function at the, um, at the Royal Yacht Hotel. So the function was to be, uh, I think it was to be um, a couple of hours long. And uh, so I, I was living at sort of Grooville then. So I drove, I dropped them there, drove home. And um, I assumed I should be back at, um, um, what was it, 20, 2100 hours. Um, and uh, I just happened to be home cooking and I had my rotor by the side of me and I'd been home for quite a while. and. I just happened to glance down at, uh, and by this time I'm out of my uniform and in a pair of shorts and flip-flops, being a lovely summer's night, and I just happened to glance down and I thought, oh my God, I was supposed to pick him up sort of 15 minutes ago. <laughs> so I uh, I was in full uniform and back sitting outside the, the Royal Yacht, having driven down there at rapid speed some eight or nine minutes later. and. Um, when I arrived there, they, they certainly weren't standing outside, so I thought, oh, you know, I've managed this all right, they're probably still in the event. 
And it was only some sort of 10 minutes later, and then it went 15, 20 minutes later, and I was getting a little bit anxious. And um, 25 minutes later, my phone rings, and uh, it was Sir John McCall with quite a stern voice, and he said, oh, Martin, um, are you down there? And I said, uh, yes, sir, um, but uh, I'm afraid I was late. I thought, you know, you've got to be, one thing you've got to be is honest, you know. And he said, well, we have walked home. And I could just, um, he said it was a lovely night, so we decided to walk home. And um, I profusely apologised, but I could feel the, um, I could feel the blood draining from my body sort of thing, you know. So after having quite a sleepless night, um, five to nine the next morning, I marched straight into the um, Charles Woodrow's office, who was the chief of staff and um, apologised to him and explained the situation, and he was sort of very accommodating, but um, at least, I don't know if Sir John did have a word with him, but had he had a word with him, at least he would have known that I went in and saw him rather than not mention it. So honesty really was the uh, policy there, but um, needless to say, I was never late again. Was it forgiven in the end? Oh, it was forgiven, but um, he looked at me next day and... uh, uh, Sir John McCall, and uh, again, I was sort of profusely apologising, and he sort of gave me his um, wry smile, which he used to do now and again. He said, uh, Martin, don't let it happen again. <laughs> and, uh, <Wow. laughs> it didn't. <laughs> uh, if I can get in a bonus question, you mentioned that you can sort of see some character traits that have uh, helped governors sort of get to the top of their, their field. Um, anything they have, they've had in common, any character traits habits um no i don't i don't think so really um um uh, no i don't really think they had any sort of traits really but um you know obviously like the likes of john mccall was a, a five-star major general so he, he was there was i think there was only one person higher than him um and again sir stephen dalton i think i would be right in saying he's probably the most um um, what's the word? Uh, probably the most. Um, when you got titles under your name, um, like he's KBC and all that, you know. Um, can't think of the word I'm looking for, but uh, I think he was uh, the most decorated um, right. of all, yeah, all the governors. Right, yeah. And um, yeah, but um, <clears throat> as I say, you know, when you 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 work alongside these people. Um, and you know whether they're delivering speeches or um, you know obviously uh, they're, 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 you know it's, it's tremendous tremendously rewarding just listen to them and as I say I mentioned before you can see most certainly how they got to the top of their tree you know and I mean they've you know they've met the uh, Queen on you know vast amount of occasions you know and um, it, yeah it's it's very fulfilling really you know yeah um, thank you again for coming in. And congratulations. Okay, well, thanks very much indeed. Yeah, I've uh, thoroughly enjoyed it and um, looking forward to sort of taking the foot off the pedal, so to speak. (laughs) Literally. (laughs) Literally, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, and um, enjoy enjoy retirement. Okay, well, thanks thanks very much. Thanks very much for uh, having me and I've really enjoyed it just to impart a few of the duties of the Lieutenant Governor chauffeur. 
Thank you for listening to the Bailiwick Express podcast. For more on all the latest news, head to bailiwickexpress.com and you can listen to all our audio content on our website or wherever you get your podcasts.